Welcome to Bible Stories with Dad, where I read a Bible story. So we're picking back up, sort of Acts uh, chapter 21, and Paul is wanting to go to Jerusalem. He's headed to Jerusalem, and he gets on a boat and does a bunch of sailing to get there. Finally ends up at the home of uh, Philip the Evangelist. And while and this is along the journey, he's not in Jerusalem yet, but while he's there, um, he's at the home of Philip the Evangelist, and this dude shows up. He's a prophet, and his name is Agabus. He comes from Judea to see Paul. And he comes over, takes Paul's belt from him, and, and Agabus binds his own feet and hands with it, ties himself up with Paul's belt. And then he says, The Holy Spirit declares so shall the owner of this belt be bound by the Jewish leaders in Jerusalem and turned over to the Gentiles. Well, everybody around here in that isn't real thrilled with the idea of Paul being tied up and, and handed over and all that stuff. So they're begging Paul not to go on to Jerusalem. And, and Paul says, why are you doing this? Why all this weeping and, and carrying on? You're breaking my heart. I'm not just ready to be jailed in Jerusalem. I'm ready to die for Jesus. And it became clear that Paul wasn't going to be persuaded, so the people gave up and said, Well, Lord's will be done. And so they all packed up and headed for Jerusalem. While they're there, Paul meets with James, one of the apostles, and all the elders of the Jerusalem church. And they say hello and howdy and catch up, and Paul gives a detailed account of everything God's accomplished among the Gentiles through his ministry. And hearing this, all the believers are praising God about it. And then they bring up an issue. You see, the, the Jewish believers, there's lots of Jewish believers now too, but they're hearing basically that Paul is telling Jewish believers, hey, you don't have to be Jewish anymore. You should just ignore all of the law of Moses and, and all of that. Don't worry about it. And they're not happy. And they're going to find out you're here. So here's our plan. we got these guys that are doing this Jewish thing. with a, a, They've taken a vow. And there's this purification thing they have to do. And they have to go get their heads shaved as part of it. So why don't you go with them down to get their heads shaved. And you pay for them to get their heads shaved. And then everybody will know that it's okay. You're still Jewish too. So Paul thinks this is a good idea. And heads down to the temple the next day with these dudes. And 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 does what they're wanting done and it just took like seven days apparently and and the seven days were just about up when some jews from the province of asia saw paul in the temple and this is going to sound kind of familiar they uh they rallied up a mob against him and they grabbed him yelling men of israel help us this is the guy that preaches against us everywhere and tells everyone to disobey our laws. He speaks against the temple and even defiles the holy place by bringing in Gentiles. Because you see, Paul had Gentiles that were friends too, Gentile believers. And earlier that day, they'd seen him in the city with a Gentile from Ephesus. And they just assumed, incorrectly, they assumed that Paul had taken him into the temple, into a place where Gentiles were not allowed to be. 
and the whole city was rocked by these accusations, and there was a great riot. Paul was grabbed and dragged out of the temple, and immediately they slammed the gates shut behind him. And as they were trying to kill him, word reached the commander of the Roman battalion that all of Jerusalem was in an uproar. Immediately, the Roman commander called out his soldiers and his officers, and they ran down into the crowd. Well, when the mob saw that the commander and the troops were coming, they stopped beating Paul. And so the commander arrested Paul and ordered him to be bound with two chains. He asked the crowd who he was and what he'd done. And some shouted one thing, and some shouted something else. Well, the commander couldn't figure out what was going on. He couldn't get to the truth in all of this confusion. So he just ordered that Paul be taken to the fortress. As Paul reached the stairs, the mob got so violent that the soldiers had to lift him up on their shoulders to protect him, and the crowd followed behind, shouting, Kill him! Kill him! As Paul was about to be taken inside by the soldiers, he asked the commander, Can, can I talk to you? Do you know Greek? The commander asked, surprised. Aren't you the Egyptian who led a rebellion some time ago and took like 4,000 people out into the desert? Paul said, no, I'm a Jew. I'm a citizen of Tarsus. Please let me talk to the people. So the commander agreed, and Paul, doing his Paul thing, takes the opportunity to try and preach to these people. He motions for the people to be quiet. And then he addresses them in their own language, and, and the crowd got even quieter because they heard him speaking in their own dialect. And Paul starts out, Brothers, esteemed fathers, Listen to me as I offer my defense. Paul says, I'm a Jew. I was born in Tarsus. I was brought up and educated here in Jerusalem under Gamaliel. Gamaliel? Gamaliel. Gamaliel. I don't know. Some dude who was an important teacher. As his student, I was carefully trained in all of our Jewish laws and customs. I became zealous to honor God in everything that I did, just like all of you are today. And I persecuted the followers of the way, because you see, that's what they called Christians. Hounding some to death, arresting men and women and throwing them in prison. The high priest and the whole council of elders can testify that this is exactly what happened. Because I got letters from them to our Jewish brothers in Damascus authorizing me to bring the followers of the way, Christians, from there to Jerusalem in chains to be punished. And as I was on the road approaching Damascus, right about noon, a bright light from heaven suddenly shone down around me, and I fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to me, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? So I asked, Who are you, Lord? And the voice responded, I'm Jesus the Nazarene, the one you're persecuting. And the people with me saw the light, but they couldn't understand the voice speaking to me. So I asked, What should I do? And the Lord told me, get up, go into Damascus, and there you'll be told everything you're to do. Well, the light was so intense that I was blinded, and I had to be led by the hand all the way to Damascus by the people with me. And then he goes on to explain how Ananias healed his sight and explained to him that Paul would be God's witness and how he was baptized. And then he says when he returned to Jerusalem, he was praying in the temple and he fell into a trance and he saw a vision of Jesus saying to him, hurry up and leave Jerusalem because the people here won't accept your testimony about me.
But Lord, I argued, they certainly know that in every synagogue I imprisoned and beat those who believed in you, and I was in complete agreement when your witness Stephen was murdered, was killed. I stood by and kept the coats they took off when they stoned him. But the Lord said to me, Go, I'll send you far away to the Gentiles. Now remember, these religious Jews think of the Gentiles as far less than them. Um, they think of themselves as, as super awesome and these Gentiles as the opposite. This is really insulting. So we started the speech here with, hey, look, I'm just like you. I was a religious zealot. I was all for God. Uh, and, and then now we've gotten to the, hey, by the way, I'm being sent instead to these people that you hate and that you think are way under you, way beneath you, because you won't accept the truth. And, and they take that just about as well as, as what you would expect. Uh, when he says that, then they all start yelling, Away with him! Kill him! He's not fit to live! And they threw off their coats and tossed handfuls of dust into the air. Well, the commander needs to reestablish some form of order. So he brings Paul inside and orders that Paul be whipped to make him confess whatever crimes he's committed, trying to figure out why the crowd had become so upset. So they start tying Paul down to whip him, and Paul says to the officer standing by, Is it legal for you to whip a Roman citizen who hasn't even been tried? You see, as a Roman citizen, he had the right not to be whipped unless he had been found guilty, and that was the punishment. He had certain rights. Not everybody was a Roman citizen. Not everybody had those rights. And, and among Roman citizens, there were... As I understand it, essentially two levels. There was the, the, the higher level. These are the ones that are born citizens. They're a citizen from birth. And then underneath them, but still above everybody else, you, you had the ones that bought their citizenship or earned their citizenship. And they still got a lot of rights, but they weren't quite on that level with the ones that were born as citizens. And then, of course, below them, you had everybody else in Roman law, as I understand it, and I may be a little mistaken on that, but... So that sets the scene. So the officer hears this, and immediately everything stops. And he goes to the commander, and, and, and says to the commander, what, what are you doing, dude? This guy's a Roman citizen! And the commander comes over and asks Paul, tell me, are you Roman citizen? And Paul says, yeah, yep, I am. The commander says, well, so am I, and it, it costs me a lot of money. And Paul says, well, yeah, but I'm a citizen by birth. So, the soldiers that were about to whip him and interrogate him quickly withdrew. And the commander was frightened because he'd ordered him bound and whipped. And that wasn't legal. So the next day, the commander ordered the leading priests into a, a court session with the Jewish high council. He wanted to try and figure out what the trouble was all about. So he released Paul to have him stand before him. Thanks for joining me. I hope you enjoyed it. Have a blessed week, and I'll see you next time.